Blog Talk Radio. Good morning or afternoon, guys. Welcome to the Armor Report. Thanks for joining me again. I am your host, as you all know, Brett Rosenthal. This is a show about stock market investing and what I call the millennial age. We're going to focus on that a bit today. We've been spending a lot of time talking about cannabis investments here, and we'll get into that as well. It's our number one theme when it comes to groups we want to invest in. But today we're going to start off, as we always do, with a focus on algorithmic risk management research. That's what Armour Report stands for. I'm going to share with you information directly off our trading desk. I use this information to manage my own assets and that of investors we work with. All of the assets are are, um, housed at Interactive Brokers. That's where we do our execution. Um, This is an educational show. I don't think I have to say this every single show, but I guess I should. I can't tell you exactly how to invest. I don't know you. I'm just sharing with you my own experience. I've got 30 years of experience managing capital professionally. And over those three decades, I've gathered a wealth of knowledge, a lot of success, lots of failures. And from all of that, I'm able to increase net worth over time, and I'm sharing with you how I do it. It begins and ends since 2008, after the financial crisis, the millennial stock market began. It's completely different than what your dad and your granddad knew about investing in stocks. Yes, fundamental analysis still works. Yes, it's important to talk to management teams of companies to break down balance sheets and income statements. And we do it here every day on our desk. But after 2008, the markets go up and down more than ever based on what the Fed and central banks are doing in a myriad of different ways. Before 2008, all you had to do was watch interest rates, basic economic cycles, and you could figure out and project. My dad used to every year give me the stock traders almanac. It was a great calendar all kinds of information that had worked for decades. Those things just don't apply anymore because you have central banks in the U.S., Europe, Japan, elsewhere that manipulate markets. I'm going to have to get that later. I'm going to stay with you guys for now. Because central banks manipulate markets in many different ways, and because algorithms on a massive scale dominate day-to-day market trading, it's important for us, the individual investor, to use algorithms to help us manage our risk. That's what we do on our desk. I spent the last six years writing and building all of our own algorithms 
for the major indexes, for groups, and even for individual stocks that help us manage our risk, help us put ourselves on the right side of probability and statistics. That's what we're doing here. Adding risk when we feel the reward is worth it versus the risk we're taking based on statistical calculations. That's what we're doing. So without further ado, let's get into it. Ah, sorry, guys. Apparently, I can't get away from this call right now. Hey, Mike, what's up? All right, give me, uh, give me a few minutes. I'll be down. All right. All right, I'm going to have to cut this short. I had to take that. I got business to take care of. But I'm going to make this brief and hit on a couple of key topics for you. Number one, go to our website, rosendahlcapital.com. You're going to see our risk on, risk off monitor. We use that as a guide to help you understand when we're adding risk or subtracting risk based on these proprietary algorithms. So on Friday of last week, I said to you guys, it looks like we're going to be adding risk, depending on what happens at the end of the day. We got risk on signals on the Dow and the small cap index and on one of our favorite other um, secondary indexes, which is the, um, the ETF FFTY, Foxtrot, Foxtrot, Tango, Yankee. Look it up. Go to ETF.com. You'll see what's in that ETF. It's the IBD50. So it's real serious growth stocks that generally outperform when the whole market goes up. The reason we're not risk on the S&P and the NASDAQ 100 is that those indexes have been so strong, they did not have a pullback that set up the right risk reward opportunity. doesn't mean they're not going to go up. They probably are. I mean, they will. You know, if, the, if this risk on on small caps and the Dow is right, the S&P and the NASDAQ 100 will keep going up. The way we're attacking this on our trading desk is we're literally owning for a part of our portfolio the indexes using the ETFs, the, the diamonds, DIA, the small caps, IWM. And what we like to do to tie up less cash is we go in there and use ETFs that are twice the performance of the underlying index. And it kind of gives us growth stock types of returns without the risk of individual stocks. So it's a real nice kicker. You could do your own research on that and determine whether or not that's the right risk profile for you. So we go directly that route in our portfolios. You can see on our homepage of the website, uh, our um, um, model portfolios and interactive brokers that our investors link their accounts to. And you can see conservative, balanced, and aggressive, what we've got in the portfolio. We've added index exposure. Then the next thing we do is we go look at our whiteboard names that we've been doing fundamental research on, look for the ones that have the right setup where the reward risk is appropriate and the probabilities are set up right, and we put those positions in the portfolio. Okay? So that's what today's call is about. Major change to our risk profile. We've been risk off 
since September of last year, which doesn't mean we weren't investing in the market. We are. We've made some money. Okay. But now we're adding more risk. We're not calling for a big sell-off to retrace the December back down to December lows. What we're saying now is it looks like the market's going higher. The algorithms are telling us it's worth taking the risk here. And of course, with all these uh, setups, we have stop losses. Okay, so we either get paid right away and we stay with the trade and, and, and an investment for a while, or we get stopped out. Okay, so far, so good. We put our risk on. The market was up huge on Monday. It's adding to our gains today. It's great. Okay, so far, the signal looks really good. And I think the markets, this continues, are going to take a shot at last year's September highs. And the leadership groups are going to continue to, to break out. They've been performing unbelievably well with no pullbacks. Things like 5G, cybersecurity, um, U.S. cannabis companies. Okay? All right. So I'm going to move on from that. Just go look at our website. You'll see what we're doing. You can follow my tweets at Brett Rosenthal uh, on Twitter. And you can see, you know, how we're uh, adding exposure. Um, before I go, and I do, unfortunately, i got to run down now and take care of some business. Um, but I wanted to just talk briefly about a couple of cannabis um, and pieces of news that are important. Um, first of all, are you all into having as much fun as I am? I hope you are. We've been talking ad nauseum about the U.S.-based cannabis stocks and how we're in this unique corridor of opportunity. Mutual funds, ETFs. Endowments, they can't buy these stocks right now because of the banking laws. Individual investors can do it. BlackRock, KKR, guys like that can do it. They set up subsidiaries and they're buying these stocks. The number one stock to own right now, without a doubt, Charlotte's Web. And it's just racking up the gains. I hope you guys are having fun with me. Stock's up another 7% today. You want to know why? I told you about it last week. I'm going to share it with you again, just so you understand. I highlighted this two weeks ago. This was the most important piece of information on Charlotte's Web. There's two different kinds of information here. We could do research on a company and talk about revenues and growth projections and business models. Great. But over there, nothing wrong with that. That's a longer-term picture. In the short term, I tried to share with you my 30 years of experience. And I tried to tell you, and I hope you're with me on this, that Charlotte's Web, because of the farming bill, which that farm bill took place in December, was literally the only game in town right now for institutions to invest in because it's not violating federal banking laws. And so the largest ETF company in Canada petitioned the Toronto Stock Exchange to allow them to buy Charlotte's Web. And they got approval. And Charlotte's Web on their conference call last week said they are talking to the TSX so they can get listed there. And they're filling out paperwork. You know that's imminent. Right now, a lot of capital is trying to get into a tiny space, and there's only one company at the moment that they can buy, and this is why the stock goes up every day. It won't be this great all the time, guys. It's just a unique situation right now, and we're going to ride it for all it's worth. My guess is when banking laws change, 
all of the stocks are up on that news, including Charlotte's Web, will be selling into that strength on Charlotte's Web at that point because it'll become a source of income, um, not income, a source of funds for these companies and for us as investors who are buying Charlotte's Web now and enjoying the run. When the banking laws change, we're all going to be booking profits on Charlotte's Web and rotating it into the other names. Okay, now we're already rotating. We're individual investors. We're buying all the other names. We're building out our portfolio. But when the banking laws change and that ETF can buy all of the U.S. retailers, they're going to rebalance. So it's not always going to be this great. But for right now, we are in the sweet spot. And God, does it feel good. Now it's up 7.5%. It's sick. The stock is sick. Oh, dear. Okay, so we just got to enjoy it when, when it's here and we have to be level-headed, not be greedy, book profits on the way up. You know, when it reverses, understand that stocks have to take a break. They can't just go up in a straight line. Okay? Cresco Labs bought Origin House. Do your homework. Read up on that story. Okay? Harvest made another acquisition earlier in the month. So now you're getting this consolidation in the space of U.S. marijuana companies, and they're becoming real, legitimate, big companies. Okay? So do your homework. Read that story. It was important for Cresco. Oh, and the last piece of news I want to highlight, and again, you can watch my Twitter feed. You'll see all these stories. You can go click on them and read them. I would highlight the rules in Florida that have changed they're adding more dispensaries in Florida. It makes all of the Florida dispensaries more valuable. Do your homework, guys. Read these stories. Understand the opportunity we have in front of us. And determine if the risk is right for you. There is a lot of risk. Canadian Stock Exchange, thinly traded. Bad news comes out for some crazy reason on regulation. These stocks will get hammered. You've got to be prepared for that. Okay, but if you're willing to take that risk, the reward can be enormous if the legislation goes our way. And what we want to do is get in on the ground floor, have these stocks up a lot and give us a cushion for our principal. That's what we're trying to do. Okay, listen, I hope this has been helpful. I look forward to talking to you again in the next couple of days. In in case things change in the algorithm, I'll certainly let you know on Twitter. So um, keep informed. All right, guys, take care out there. Be safe and be patient.